Greetings and salutations, my fellow plebs. My name is Walker, and this is the Bitcoin Podcast. It's Wednesday, July 19th, 2023. At the time of recording, the Bitcoin block height is 799441, and the value of one Bitcoin is still one Bitcoin. Today's episode is the weekly Bitcoin news roundup. I'm going to cover the big story of the week, run through some rapid fire news, then zoom out and talk about Bitcoin, politics, and doubt. So, without further ado, let's get into the big story of the week. RFK Jr. Last night, Bitcoin Magazine announced that Democratic presidential candidate RFK Jr. had just made some bold campaign promises. The two main parts are this. The Kennedy administration will, one, exempt the conversion of Bitcoin to the U.S. dollar from capital gains taxes, and two, begin to back the U.S. dollar with real, finite assets, such as gold, silver, platinum, and Bitcoin. This will include U.S. Treasury bills, notes, and bonds, starting with 1% of issued T-bills backed by gold, silver, platinum, or Bitcoin. Depending on the outcome, they would increase this annually. In Bitcoin, we say, don't trust, verify. So I'm going to play you a two-minute clip of the main parts of his announcement so you can hear it for yourself. Here it is. The Kennedy administration will exempt the conversion of Bitcoin to the U.S. dollar from capital gains taxes. And, and there are downsides to this policy that we have considered carefully, including, and I want to be explicit about this, that this kind of policy um, will uh, do something that is inconsistent with, with many of the other policy objectives of my administration, which will give a windfall uh, to some of the investors or the early investors in Bitcoin, many of you whom have a great deal of money and don't need a windfall. But the the benefits of this policy, I think, are so great to our country uh, that uh, that they dwarf the disadvantages of that outcome. Secondly, uh, the Kennedy administration will begin to back the U.S. dollar with real finite assets such as gold, silver, platinum, and Bitcoin, um, which is the world's hardest liquid asset, to strengthen the U.S. dollar and guarantee its continued success as the world reserve currency. Uh, this will include U.S. Treasury bills, notes, and bonds. Um, my plan would be to start very, very small. Perhaps 1% of issued T-bills would be backed by hard currency, by gold, silver, platinum, or Bitcoin. Um, and then, uh, uh, depending on the outcome, we would increase that annually. And what this will do is it will, it will ironically we will be able to use Bitcoin to help save the U.S. dollar. After hearing this announcement, many Bitcoiners rejoiced at the news. After all, this is a U.S. presidential candidate saying good things about Bitcoin. Others, including myself, were more wary. I'll also note that Kennedy listed gold, silver, and platinum before mentioning Bitcoin, but whatever. Still others pointed out that backing the dollar with Bitcoin doesn't make much sense. Here's what Joe Carlosari said. Backing the dollar with Bitcoin is like trying to swap horse-drawn carriages with mechanical horses. 
an impracticable and mismatched pairing. The new paradigm isn't forced upon the old. It succeeds it. Here's my take. Exempting Bitcoin from capital gains tax would be a great move, and I hope it happens, although I'm not holding my breath. Backing the dollar with precious metals and Bitcoin seems extremely unlikely to happen, even though it sounds nice. After all, the Fiat Pandora doesn't go back in the box. In my humble opinion, this is an excellent move by Kennedy and his PR team because, hey, everyone's talking about it, including yours truly. Whether he actually follows through with it, well, that's a different story. Now for some rapid-fire news. Via Bitcoin Archive. Bitcoin ETF applications by BlackRock, Vanek, WisdomTree, Fidelity, and Invesco Galaxy have all been formally added to the Federal Register. Société Générale officially becomes the first French bank to get a license to offer Bitcoin trading and custody. Via the Bank for International Settlements, 93% of central banks are engaged in some form of CBDC work. More than half of the central banks are conducting concrete experiments or working on a CBDC pilot. There are currently four central banks that have issued a live retail CBDC, the Bahamas, the Eastern Caribbean, Jamaica, and Nigeria. Via Glassnode, Bitcoin balance on exchanges just reached a five-year low of 2,250,825 Bitcoin. The amount of hodled or lost coins just reached a five-year high of 7,782,306 Bitcoin. And 55% of Bitcoin's supply has not moved in two-plus years. Daniel Batten publishes Rebuttal of Greenpeace USA Report on Bitcoin in response to Greenpeace's latest anti-Bitcoin propaganda report. Daniel showed that Bitcoin now uses 52.6% sustainable energy, higher than the banking sector at 39.2% and the gold industry at 12.8%. In addition to a point-by-point -point takedown of Greenpeace's attack, Daniel also provided a breakdown of Bitcoin's 21 environmental benefits. If you want to listen to the full rebuttal, check out this week's episode of Bitcoin Out Loud, linked in the show notes. And last but not least, happy one-year anniversary to the stack chain movement, where Bitcoin plebs around the world started posting their Bitcoin buys in a chain of tweets, with each person buying $1 more than the previous one. Stack chainers have also raised money via Bitcoin donations for numerous projects around the world, including Bitcoin Beach in El Salvador. Time sure flies when you're stacking sats, but the real stacks are the friends we made along the way. Let's zoom out and talk about Bitcoin, politics, and doubt. Every time a politician says something positive about Bitcoin, many purportedly anti-state Bitcoiners tend to jump right on the state-sponsored bandwagon. And who can blame them? Here is a politician, a Democrat no less, who says they're going to get rid of capital gains tax on Bitcoin and back the US dollar by Bitcoin and gold and silver and platinum. I mean, who wouldn't be excited, right? Remember this, RFK Jr. is a politician. And like all politicians, he is trying to get your money and your vote. If he actually wins the election and follows through on these campaign promises, great. He'll join the ranks of the very few politicians who actually keep those promises. If he doesn't make it happen, well, don't say I didn't warn you. 
Now, let me be clear. I am not anti-RFK, nor am I pro-RFK. I'm also not a Republican or a Democrat. I am simply a free-thinking individual who wasn't born yesterday. I'm a Bitcoiner. I've heard RFK Jr. speak in person multiple times, and I agree with many things he says. I especially like what he has to say about Bitcoin, because it seems he has a greater understanding of Bitcoin and its potential than the vast majority of politicians. Although, to be fair, that bar is extremely low. But I'm also not going to start simping for the first politician who says something I agree with. If you want my vote, you're going to need to work hard for it, and I'm going to doubt you every step of the way. I think it's great that multiple presidential candidates on both sides of the aisle are actively talking about Bitcoin, because this shifts the Overton window, the range of ideas considered acceptable or tolerable in public discourse. The narrative is shifting. You can feel it. Candidates are now competing to see who can be the most pro-Bitcoin, and wisely so. Bitcoiners are an incredibly engaged voter block of mostly single-issue voters with a growing amount of wealth. We are an irresistible political honeypot. But Bitcoin doesn't need politicians. Bitcoin just needs people. Politicians need Bitcoin and Bitcoiners. Is it better to have a vocally pro-Bitcoin president like DeSantis or Kennedy versus a vocally anti-Bitcoin president like Trump or Biden? Absolutely. But remember this. There is no red. There is no blue. There is the state. And there is you. You're free to support whomever you want. To vote with your ballot, your feet, and your money. You're free to say whatever you want because that right is guaranteed by our Constitution. I'm not going to tell you what to do or what to think or what to say because I don't give a fuck what you do or what you think or what you say. I simply hope that you stay curious and stay vigilant. I'll leave you with this. Dubito ergo cogito. Cogito ergo sum. I doubt, therefore I think... I think, therefore I am. And that's a wrap on this week's Bitcoin News Roundup. If you want to follow The Bitcoin Podcast on Twitter, go to at Titcoin Podcast and at Walker America. You can also find me on Noster by going to primal.net slash walker. You can also find the video version of all of the podcasts at youtube.com slash at Walker America. Bitcoin is scarce. There will only ever be 21 million. But Bitcoin podcasts are abundant. So thank you for spending your scarce time to listen to another fucking Bitcoin podcast. Until next time, stay free.